on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Special edition. Well, we've had special editions for the last couple of them. Haven't we? <laughs> the director's cut. Uh, this is a, uh, a special elusive comics and games show where I am outnumbered. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we have, to my left, this is Rick Brett Snyder, Moral Compass podcast producer of the Fanboy Planet Podcast. To my left, I have the legendary... Shop boy, the moral dumpster. <laughs> wow. Oh, ooh, this is being broadcast. You, ooh, oh, you're you, making enemies. Did you now. out him? I did. His name oh. is Clayton. Uh, no, no, that is my middle name. Okay. Devil woman. And of course, the devil woman to whom he is referring <laughs> is Elusive Comics and Games' own Anna Warren Seabrian. Oh my God, I got married. You did. You three, got married this past three days weekend. Ago. I did that three days ago, Sunday. Wow. And you have been the owner of Elusive Comics and Games for how long? Two and a half years. And is it the best movie you've ever made in your life, short of getting married and having a baby? Um, in that I've done everything backwards and inside out, yes. Terrific. <laughs> As we mentioned last week, you've been turned into profit. Uh. In, in an unusual sort of way, yes. Uh, sales are definitely up, up, up. I, I don't know about actual profit yet, but sales, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're, you're less likely this week to foreclose the, uh, to be foreclosed. Than the last <laughs> week, exactly. I'm closer to the black than the red at this point, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Ex- closer to the, so what color are you actually in? I'm gray, probably. Kind of a pinky gray. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well... As you can tell, it's a special show, uh, show tonight because, special. unfortunately, Derek is off at a rehearsal. rehearsal for his role in Dead Man Walking, which is going to be done by City Lights, and I wish I knew the dates. We will, no doubt, uh, have another podcast before the actual show, and we will have the uh, all the date information and where you can go and see Derek McCaw in, in this uh, amazing uh, first-time production Wonderful stage of production. Dead, Man, Dead Man Walking. And um, Lon is homesick. He is fighting, uh, he, uh, I think he said, fighting like a bulldog, a British bulldog or something. What, what I, was I, I, you, I had, you had him up. Like a poodle, yeah. Yeah, like a poodle. Fighting the cold like a poodle. Um, so here we are at the store. We're going to do a little news first, then we're going to do a bunch of store-related stuff. <gasps> I know when the dates are. It's January 21st through February 21st. That's Dead Man Walking. It's at City Lights. Yes. In downtown San Jose. Yes. Again, the dates are? January 21st through Ooh. February 21st. Wow. So for a full month, you have an opportunity to, to uh, support your local Derek. Anyway, we're going to get into some news. Now, Shopboy and I both uh, read this one uh, earlier yes. today. Uh, there, it's not often that when we're reviewing uh, groundbreaking film, uh, billions of dollars being made by movies, mm. uh, that the Vatican will ring in on it. But we had uh, both Vatican Radio and Va- the Vatican newspaper this week review Avatar. Yes. And your 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 well, quote pull uh, quote was. Well, first off, I think it's really weird that the Vatican even has like somebody they pay to review movies. Yeah, I want I haven't had them call me to ask if I wanted to subscribe. Yeah. Um, the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, the Vatican movie review podcast. <laughs> um, Ooh, wow. <laughs> but I I believe their their quote is calling it. Uh, Bland? Yeah, bland. They called it bland. I think they, they were referring, they did say awe-inspiring special effects, but a bland story. Yeah. And in particular, they, they said that nature worship cannot replace religion and that, uh, that there's not much behind the images of the story. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is great. I mean, I, I, I don't really disagree with them so much as from the standpoint of them trying to push Catholicism and yeah. you know that you don't want people to all of a sudden start emulating the giant blue aliens because everyone's going to be drawn to that right yeah 
Well, no, I mean, well, there's, well, there's already like make yourself a Navi makeup tutorials on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, we don't have the little floating jellyfish yeah. uh, things, and you know the trees don't talk to us, and so uh, you know there's that. But um, also, I can't wait until Thor comes out. Oh. What are you going to do when there's a whole different pantheon of gods? Right, in a movie. Because you want to know what the Vatican's going to say regarding Exactly, that? exactly. They're going to say, well, we really don't think you should worship the Norse gods. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad idea. Yeah. No. Well, now that I know that they review movies, I really I want to go back and actually read the reviews for a lot of different movies. What did they think about Nine and a Half Weeks? Yeah. <laughs> go back and read the reviews in ironic context. Or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're, they're probably not big fans of the works of uh, oh, John Waters, for example. Oh, oh divine. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, while we're talking about movies, we should uh, update on one thing we've been oh. talking about a lot the last couple of weeks is all the casting that's been going on for Spider-Man 4. There was, as had John Malkovich mentioned, Sweet. and who was the, uh, the actress? Um, uh, oh, uh, Rachel McAdams. Was that right? Yes. yes. Okay. But as uh, you started to say, it's a moot point because Sony and Marvel pulled the plug. Sony, I guess, primarily has yeah. pulled the plug on Spider-Man 4. And now what's being discussed, they're, they're just dumping the this, current. This is funny. On lineage. IMDb, it says, this project is dead as a sequel. A reboot is being staged. Yeah, the, the, the uh, news is that there's a script uh, being written by James Vanderbilt. And they're going to reboot the thing and put Parker back in high school, which I think is – I think that might actually save the series. I think it would do well. I'm interested to see what direction they'll take it in. Are they going to take it in like an Ultimate Spider-Man direction? Because they've already worked elements of the Ultimate Universe in with uh, Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and stuff like that. Well, the, that's, a, that's an entirely different studio. It is? Yeah. That's, that's oh. uh, Marvel, Marvel yes, Pictures yes, 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 yes. versus Sony. Yeah. So you won't see crossovers okay, there. Okay, yeah. But I can see a more ultimate attack on it, where mm-hmm. they keep him young. They keep all the characters young. He's in high school. Give him sweet ultimate Spider-Man hair. Oh, that'd be great. You know, <laughs> looks like looks like Naruto. Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, h- how did you know who the villain was? Huh? The, yeah, the villain's going to be Naruto. Okay. Well, terrific. And uh, you know, along those lines, uh, we have uh, a fight going on, of course, in late night television. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's everybody in the world knows right now that Jay Leno has failed in prime time. Yeah. But NBC seems to think that pushing him back to 11:30 and giving him a half an hour show is going to save things. <sighs> Leading into Conan O'Brien, who now has said he's not going going to take the backseat to Leno. He's not going to push yeah. his show back to midnight and. Unfortunately, Fox doesn't really know if they are going to take him on. So Conan, uh, but I do want. I did. I really have a lot of respect for yeah. O'Brien's ability to communicate with his public, and and he wrote. It was a very well written letter addressed to the people of Earth. And yeah, I think that's just uh, that just puts the the cherry on top of the sundae. I have to say, I'm really happy with this shakeup in that I've gotten, <clears throat> well, I've had a lot of chance to get caught up on a, a tremendous amount of television, what with the late night feedings of the baby. Uh-huh. So everything on Hulu, I'm now familiar with. Everything? Um, well, much, much of Hulu. That's a lot. <laughs> the good stuff. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of Conan because he's on there. And I'm I'm very tired of the formula of the introduction, all the introductory do- jokes. Of his stuff? Yeah, the whole, have you heard about this? Well, have that, you heard this? That's yeah. a lot of late night TV. That's talk show formula. And I have to disagree. I think that, well, first of all, he doesn't need to be formula. He's a really funny guy. There's no reason for this, that every single night his jokes are set up the exact no, same way. So I'm hoping this, this whole shakeup of, of programming and everything will... We'll, we'll tell him that look, you're getting a little boring. People need people need you know originality. Need the real Conan back. It's not that Conan's boring. It's that Jay Leno's has a lot of pull, and he's you know throwing a fit because basically in in the Midwest people are not uh, tuning into their affiliate news because they don't like how Jay's ending his show. He's right. in primetime, the musical acts do not They're losing him pitch. before he leads yeah. into the news. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch him because I well, just don't yeah. like him. And if people I found change his show, before... His, his primetime show was boring. Yeah, yeah. and it so had affiliate no news stations aren't getting ratings, so they're losing a lot of money. But, of course, the winner in all of this yeah. is... Adult Swim? David Letterman, <laughs> who I, I really desperately want to see win. I mean, yeah. the man who should have been given The Tonight Show... Yeah. 
uh, finally coming out on top in the ratings overall. And I, I've, his show is always watchable in my opinion. So uh, enough of that because that's as far away from comics as we possibly can get. I just like love the pe- people of the Earth letter. Uh, we also have, if you uh, right now go to the Fanboy Planet website at fanboyplanet.com, you can see previews, uh, some pictures from an unexpected short film of the Spectre, which apparently is going to be on the Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, picture's up on uh, the fan, fanboyplanet.com site showing the Spectre, who I actually have already made the background on my phone, so I can show you that picture right mm-hmm. now. You can react it to it. I'm looking it up. Oh, you can go right to the website. I did go. Where am I looking? Oh, the Spectre. Yeah. First picks. Ooh, it's pretty. Yeah. It's very green. Gary Cole uh, voices the Spectre. Yep. Is he, is this is uh, Christmas Allen? Christmas Allen Spectre? Or the other Spectre? Uh, the, uh, Here, Chris. I had it just for a second here. Uh, it's the um, classic Spectre. Jim Corrigan. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say that. And, so it's, uh, not, it's not Goatee Spectre. And Alyssa Milano is his, uh, his love interest in this. So. She was just on Castle last night. Or was she? I'm, or I'm behind Monday on that night. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's looking very mm-hmm. yummy-licious. She always has. I mean, it's ever since she's oh, well, ever since she's been of age. I just have to say, she's looking as good as ever. <laughs> really just She didn't delicious. look at all attractive when she was preteen. Good save. Good yeah. save. <laughs> <laughs> Before she was legal, she was horrid. Yeah. No, just not attractive This episode brought to you by Megan's Law. <laughs> What was that hoodie you wanted to buy? Oh, the the pedo bear hoodie. Oh pedo my god! Disgusting <laughs> and funny. So looking forward to that. I mean, I, I think the idea. Uh, Derek uh, Derek said it was like like the backup story in one of your three ninety nine comics. So I, I think that's uh, a nice nice way to introduce characters. Put it on the uh, the DVDs. Um, we have an ev- uh, there's an event coming for which Marvel has put, produced another uh, action motion comics video on their site. Called the Return of Kitty Pride, and it's so dramatically pressed with all this stock drawings of Kitty, yeah. and it's just not doing it for me. Unless she comes back as like awesomely changed by having been in that bullet for so long. Mm, well, th- we don't know where the bullet's been. We yeah, it's true. If she's gone out it's of the bullet, it's a magic or bullet. Where did it go? I mean, well, I'm, I'm oh my god, that was a horrible uh, reference. You got it though. <laughs> I'm a girl. Grassy Knoll. <laughs> not that one. Oh. No, that, that's the magic of, bullet yeah. I was referring to. Yeah. Oh, the magic bullet. Have you not seen oh, the late night commercials? Oh, I know the magic no, bullet. <laughs> oh, yeah. The magic bullet. I'm referring to the, the bullet that took out President Kennedy and then, you know, yeah. I'm referring to the one that's marketed on late not, night commercials uh, for women and their panties. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's called the magic bullet. Uh, I don't believe you use that on the actual panties. We're far enough off topic. But we're going to interrupt this right now. We'll come right back to this. But we're going to do a thing called Anna annoys her customers right now. She's going to take the live mic and she's going to ambush two of her customers and find out what they're buying and why. Go, Anna. One sec. Oh, oh my gosh. They're getting rung up right now. They have no idea. Here it comes. Here it comes. Jim. Yes. Melody. Yes. What are you buying tonight and why? Comic books because we read. This is true. And I'm draw- I'm buying a How to Draw Manga book so I can cheat at <laughs> We need titles. Oh, titles. They want titles. Um, well, we got Adventure Comics. Action Comics. Batgirl. Anita Blake for somebody else. Batgirl. Why, why aren't you buying Anita Blake for yourself? Because I don't care for vampires. And yeah, I liked the books, but... I've already read the books. So oh, don't Laurel K. Comics. Hamilton Sanat. So what is your favorite comic that you're buying tonight? Ooh, probably the Doctor Who. Why? <laughs> because I like Doctor Who. And I'm a recovering Marvel zombie, so... <laughs> Do you go to Doctor Who meetups? No. Which doctor is it? There's no witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, it's David Tennant, the 10th doctor. Oh, okay. That was a horrible joke, Jim. That was really, really awful. Have you seen the last? Put that in the back front of you. <laughs> Have you seen the end of time? Yes. yes okay. We did. And how did you feel about that? Typically written by the fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Gary Russell always claimed to be a fan to begin with, and it's unfortunately 
for us or to me, his writing is a little bit, I'm doing what I want to do, I don't care for the rest of you, and ooh, let's do this, let's do this, just because I can. Doesn't have to make any sense, doesn't have to have any real science behind it. That's that's quite a criticism. Doctor Who without real science. <laughs> <laughs> or sock puppets. Or sock puppets. I'm appalled. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Jim and Melody. This has been Attack the Customers. <laughs> we'll see if we repeat that. When store owners attack. Did you turn that off? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. Ah, so we were we were talking about Return of Kitty Pride before we did that uh, that attack on the customers. Um, so we've got we've uh, to back to uh, do a little background here. At the end of uh, the last big arc of Astonishing X Men, uh, Kitty Pride was in a huge the, the, the Whedon arc, a huge bullet. Yes, that was. Uh, Headed for Earth and was going to basically collide with it and destroy it. And Kitty, using her phasing powers, phased it through Earth, but then bonded with the bullet. Yeah, she had to meld with the bullet, which was made out of materials from the Break World, which is hard for her to phase through. Which is resistant to science and magic and everything. Everything. So she melded a 10 mile long bullet and just phased it through the Earth. Earth And then headed off for parts unknown, deep space. Um, and there's actually uh, the Sword series, which I found absolutely awful. Um, Agreed. Part of that series has to do with tracking her through space and determining that she's actually still alive in the bullet, determined by the fact that she's phasing it through asteroids and other things. But uh, So they're going to, in March, they're going to bring P- Kitty Pride back. Big event. Thoughts? Um, how, I'm, how can they possibly make that into a big event? Well, th- this is Whedon, correct? Yeah. Uh, then, well, is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. If it is, I will read it because I am, I am his slave. You are. He, I am. I am Josh, Josh is your slave. is your master. Yes, I do his bidding. Well, that that was Tim. No, Tim. Tim does my bidding. Tim's oh, an entirely and, different and type Tim's of master. Tim's a different kind of slave. Oh, moving right along. <laughs> Yes, sir. So this weekend, um, well, let's just let's stick with Josh for a little bit because yep. there's another, there's other big news mm, this yes. week. Yes, yes, in Are the Whedon verse, season eight of Vampire uh, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer has had a long arc uh, with a Ironic big bad title. called Twilight. Yeah, ironically enough, another vampire uh, series, um, uh, but we we've. Uh, they decided that they were going to purposefully leak yeah. ahead of the book who the big bad was. Did you you know this, didn't you? No, I've ah. totally been out of the loop being oh, okay. a new mom. Okay. So, I mean, just this week they announced ahead of the comic that the big bad was indeed... Okay, we're going to spoil this, so if you don't want to hear who the big bad is in Buffy, um, come back in three minutes. <laughs> okay, you're gone now. The big bad is indeed Angel... Mm-hmm. Who is currently appearing dun, dun, dun. in in IDW uh, in two at least two books of his own? Yeah. yeah, there, and Josh has decided that he can use him in his uh, dark horse in his dark horse line five. <laughs> well, those are a lot of those are one shots or miniseries that are yeah, not necessarily. At least there's four different angel titles on my shelf right now. Yeah, there are. That is the back issues stuff, though. Yeah. So Not back issue, current, as well, in not this week, but recent. Right. So the question, of course, is going to be, okay, why Why then is Angel trying to basically destroy? Are you up to date on the series? Have you been reading I, it? I am not up to date on it. Um, Have you been I, reading any of the Twilight stuff? No. I do want to get into the IDW Angel stuff uh, because Bill Willingham's been writing on the it. The Dark Horse stuff, I've been reading both, and the Dark Horse stuff has been pretty much better and truer than mm. the characters. But uh, I'm partial. Uh, I've been buying both. And, yeah. um, we co- of course, we remember the fact that Buffy and Angel were lovers, that she was the, his, he was her one honest true love, That and when he experienced true love, he became Angelus, uh, the violent and bad um, vampire. Um, so, but he hasn't been violent and bad towards Buffy. Yeah. Lately, so we're gonna we'll have to watch and see what happens there. I thought you'd you'd read more about it. No. 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 And then uh, news for local area people. Yay! Uh, for people in the Santa Clara County, this weekend, Saturday, hopefully 
We'll see if we can get the podcast up. Uh, or maybe it happened yesterday. Uh, Dan Vado of uh, Slave Labor Graphics is, again, organizing a big... That guy's really um, socializes this area around comics. Dan is awesome at uh, pulling together the comic book world together. He was uh, a big hand in part of the zombie block with the, the Shaun of the yes. Dead uh, movie that came out this summer, the downtown San Jose movie fest. Right. Um, yeah, they, he's trying to do a lot of workshops these His days. His group was putting people into zombie yeah, makeup, slave, right? Yeah, Slave Labor, gra- slave labor Graphics is is really been working on doing a lot of these um, uh, workshops and um, uh, teaching people different areas of comic book work and art and writing and so forth. It's just been fantastic. And from 12 to 5 this Saturday in downtown San Jose, Jose, there's going to be a comics festival. I think it's focused around slave labor graphics, but I imagine it's happening elsewhere as well. And um, so we, I mean... If you're in the area, head down there. Yes. It's uh, supposedly indie-focused. Well, slave labor is. So you slave labor is. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, so if you're not already in the indie scene, it's a good place to go to find out about it. Yes. As is Elusive Comics and Games. We are. We're very indie-focused. So uh, tell us about the books this week, Anna. What's, what's been hot? What's, uh, what's sold out? You know what? Let's do Attack the um, Shop Clerk. Attack the Shop Clerk. Yes. Attack of the Steve. Steve, what's been hot this week? Me. Oh. Oh, baby, baby. (laughs) That was too good. I know, it was too crazy. Um. I have no comment for that. (laughs) Okay, what titles have you seen as hottest this week? Stuff that came out two weeks ago that people are still asking for. Siege. Siege number one? Actually, the Catwoman tie-in for Blackest Night. And Shazam? Power Shazam was this a week. Little bit, but, uh, so was Catwoman. Right. Have you heard many complaints about the misprint in Siege number one? Uh, nobody's told me about it except you. The that's I pretty noticed, good considering, considering it's a huge, huge hullabaloo. That's it's very a whole impressive. page of uh, reprinted uh, text from the prior page. In, in Siege number two, yes. Yeah. We should yes. get reprints for those. We should get reprints for those. There was a gigantic uh, upcry, outcry from uh, retailers, and Marvel said, It's Deal. a prose page, though, right, like isn't it? Or is it It's towards the end? It, it's towards the end. They reprinted it in number two, and uh, and Marvel said, uh, basically, quite literally, actually, Dave Gabriel said, quite literally, a Tough Titties, we'll deal with it on a case-by-case basis. We're not reprinting. Okay. Well, tell them to send us some more on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> Steve's got it down. So what other hot titles have we had this week? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, so you just sell the comics without actually paying attention to them? I do, but it's late, and I've been here for many hours. That's just an excuse. <laughs> I'm full of them. <laughs> You're full of them. And that's been What's Hot This Week. So much for that. Seriously. Oh. Steve's doubly bagged. Steve Simonetti. Stick around for a little while. I'll bagged and board direct from Diamond. We're doing Attack the Customer tonight. So one yeah. thing that you do, how often do you get the Diamond questions? This is the Diamond every week, questions. Um, the, uh, every wizard. week, we wizard retailers um, get... Um, where is it here? Um, we get questions from Mark Allen Haverty, who is the um, press guide editor for Wizard. Um, he's new with them, and he's been um, well, relatively new, I should say. He's been uh, working very hard to he's doing develop marketing a relationship. Research. Yeah, he's been really hard to working really hard to develop a relationship with um, retailers. So every week, he sends out a list of questions um, regarding new titles and recent titles to get a feel for how they're going um, in the market, and then he. Uh, prints his favorite quotes from us retailers in uh, the next or following edition of Wizard. So this is this is a little backstory on how this stuff shows up in uh, in Wizard. Then, so yes, we've been quoted twice. And you answer you answer these questions on a fairly regular basis. Uh, when I'm not on maternity leave, yes. Okay. Actually, me, uh, Steve, and I, I would say Steve does, it and um, I add my own commentary. So, what are the questions this week? This week. Here are the books they are curious about. Batgirl number six. Uh, they've been asking about the Bat books a few months in, so here's another one. Half a year in, has this relaunch been a hit or miss? This is Batgirl. This is Batgirl, the new, Batgirl newest number six. Version. Okay. Yeah. 
And it, and I think you asked Steve this earlier. I and did. And Steve said that Batgirl has actually done very well, uh, surprisingly, that it started out slow but then picked up. And it's been doing better than the prior Batgirl series. Yes. So they're doing something right with the character. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, the next question, Batman 695. How is the Tony Daniel Batman doing compared to the crew from the previous arc? Better or worse? An odd question because... It's a fairly recent book. Yeah, it, it like just came out, so it's hard to compare, you know, one issue against a, a different five-issue arc. There, there's little to no story development thus far. But in general, the Batman story, yeah. Batman books without Bruce Wayne, have been selling a little lower. Uh, they they've been uh, going uh, one or two issues sold less each month. Um, so you know, it, that's mainly just walk-ins. Okay. So that's pretty much yeah what we said. Um, next question: Human Target Chance Meetings Trade. Has anyone been asking about or picking up back issues of Human Target with the human with sorry with the television show coming out? Our answer was no. No. So nobody's been looking for you know nobody's been speculating that once the TV show hits, these things are going to be more valuable. No. In fact, I hadn't even heard about this television show coming out. So, uh, And I'm you know, f- fairly clueless being the owner of this comic book store. Yeah, it's a little odd because the the one thing about the Human Target original series was he went and he disguised himself as whoever was under the threat. And apparently that's not going to be the case for the uh, – <laughs> the M&M jar is too close to the mic <laughs> – uh, that's not going to be the case for this this version of the TV show. That in fact he's just he's not going to be doing makeup at all. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Uh, next question: Cancelled comic cavalcade. How are the one shots of former titles such as Catwoman and Powers of Shazam doing as Blackest Night crossovers? And this was because they're not advancing the Blackest Night storyline this month. Um, aside from these additional one shot books. So we said that we sold out. But the thing is that uh, Steve, my ordering manager, underordered. So in our estimation, by yeah, by, by our definition, we we sold out uh, and said therefore they're doing well. But we didn't order heavily. So well, I mean, so, if I can extrapolate on that, I've uh, read the weird Western tales that came out, and, stuff, and they, they've actually been really good. Yeah, the weird Western tales was surprisingly yeah, good. Yeah, Zombie Jonah Hex, and you had Batlash, and you had yeah. uh, Scalp Hunter, and yeah. yeah. So, they crammed a lot of people into that one. Yeah, that was for for uh, DC uh, historians. If you're a Zorlag and Zorlak and training, Zorlag, Zorlak and training, uh, that was a book for you. That was uh, pretty cool. Uh, question five: Marvel's project number five is this limping towards the finish line or still going strong? Which book? Marvel's Marvel project number five. Oh yeah. Uh, it it started out good, but it kind of faltered it's, because issues weren't coming out. Uh, and on it's, the is, it, is it just me? It's a three ninety nine book, but it feels thinner than most three ninety nine books. Yeah. It so, does. yeah. No bang for your buck. Steve yeah. says no bang for your buck. So. And the final question, the most important question of the week, which Steve had an answer for: How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And Steve's answer was that it depends on the variant covers. That was my answer. That was Rick's answer. Sorry. Steve's and Rick's answer was. Steve said eight. Said that it eight. depends on the variant covers. And Steve's answer was that it, eight. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Well, Shop Steve boy. actually has the raw data. Yeah. Shop Boy said 42. Okay. Anna, are you, you've, we've got uh, something coming up that you really enjoy. You've, you really. Uh, Not the singles mixer, but free comic book day. That would be it. <laughs> Free Comic Book Day, which is always held the first Saturday in May, which is this year May 1st. Okay, so it's still a little ways off. Um, you know, it seems a little ways off, but we're ordering the books in this yeah. month's previews. Oh, wow. So it's really not. <laughs> so you really know what's going to be out there. You know what's going to be off. I do. Actually, I was working on ordering uh, today. Um, I'm I'm actually extremely excited about some of the titles. It looks like there's some good stuff coming out this year. Can you tell us? Uh, there's all sorts of things. There's the Iron Man um Thor crossover Ooh, cool. um, introduction. There is um, 
uh, The Tick, number one from 1986 reprint. Nice. Wow. There is another Owly comic, which I'm always happy to push. Um, you know, actually, it's it's pretty much right across the board, a whole bunch of really interesting things coming. Um, if you have a special request, then I suggest you are checking out this month's January's previews. The orders are due in by January 18th, and let us know if you have any special requests. Um, we can make sure to up our orders. We will be open May 1st from probably... I haven't set the hours yet, but probably 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's such a huge day. Last year we had, I don't know, 500, 600 people in. And, and you do a lot more at the store days. here than just have the free comics on a Oh, on a We ring, have a, a huge table. event. It's we will have the 501st Garrison here yes. like we did last year. We'll have Stormtroopers, hopefully another Darth Vader. Maybe some brown coats. We will definitely have some brown coats. Um, I have to uh, work out the details with them. If one is listening, please call me uh, so I can set that up. We always have a giant store sale. Um we will have some fun giveaways. There will be some um, Marvel preview pack cards we're giving away. We um, stuff bags with coupons, so uh, people will have that to come back to. We we want to make it as interesting as possible. So um, There will be free comics. Yeah, there's tons of free comics. This year, we're doing it a little differently. We will have three comics per person um, as a limit, but if you donate money to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is uh, the charity that the 501st Garrison supports, then you can actually take one of as many comics as you like. So we really just want to support charity. Terrific. This year. Uh, d- disclaimer, that's the comics just for Free Comic Book Day, not... <coughs> no, <laughs> not all the free comics you want off the shelves, no. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. ready, go! Exactly. Not free for all. I uh, think you yeah. should go ambush a customer. Ooh, I'm going to oh. ambush a customer. <gasps> and it's Chris! We're going to ambush Chris. One sec. Oh, oh no. Chris, this is uh, ambush a customer night. Hello. Very good. When there's Ed walking in, we'll ambush Ed too, maybe. So, Chris, what are you excited about buying that's new this week? It's new this week? Um, I'm hoping that there's more Siege tie-ins. Um, uh, there's one of my – actually, I've been liking the uh, Unwritten by Vertigo. Why? Uh, it's just kind of a clever, clever story. Not your standard superhero fare. Do you like the more independent titles sometimes? Sometimes. Sometimes uh, the Vertigo stuff is often pretty good. I like the Vertigo Excellent. Good to know. And what are you not liking that you still are reading? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> what are you addicted to? What are you in a bad relationship with? <laughs> I love how you put that. Cable. Probably right on the top of the stack. Um, sword. I have it. <laughs> we were just talking about I'm that. I'm a little embarrassed that What I issue are they up to on that? They're up to three. three. Wow. And uh, I'm a little embarrassed that I have it. And I, I wouldn't recommend it. But you're reading it. But I'm reading it. I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> Admitting you have the problem is the first step. Yeah. What I should say here is Chris is one of our biggest customers. So if he's buying it, you mean he buys you know, most the, the most stuff. He, yeah. He's, he's not, yes. Yeah. He, he's, he's one of the largest stacks of comics every week that he's picking up. So. I don't know if that means he's not discerning or that he's the most well-read, but this is this is a knowledgeable answer here. Very good. And this has been Attack a Customer. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Very good. So, you're not going to attack Mark? I think he feels left out. I, I was going to. <laughs> he's looking a little embarrassed already, and I haven't even oh gone up to him. Okay. That's not the way I want her to attack me. We have to wait until we go to video for that. Married as of Sunday. Newly wedded. So. That makes it nastier. <laughs> you, you can't see me winking on the podcast. I just don't know better. <laughs> Did I say a moral dumpster? Well, that, that does kind of lead right into the next item, which yes, is it does. you're going to have a party. We are. Um, people have been asking for a party here for... Well, let's see how long has Ryan been alive? Since September. We have our liquor license by <laughs> We will not have a liquor Wait, license by that's then. That's another story. Uh, we uh, are going to have a singles mixer uh, the night before uh, Valentine's Day, February 13th. This is for straight and uh, gay individuals that are not with others or 
I guess, or poly. Open or poly. Open or poly relationship. So we encourage everyone who's single. You do have a wide following here at this store. Yeah, we really do. In fact, I, I would I would almost say that our breakdown of customers are half half gay, half straight, pretty much. We, we have a fantastic array across the board. Cornucopia. Yeah. Cornucopia, yes. Uh, plethora. plethora. I was gonna. I was going there next. A myriad. A myriad. Yeah. Our party, our singles mixer on a, a Valentine's Eve will start at six p.m. February thirteenth. February We'll start at six p.m. and go probably till midnight. Um, or really, until, you're gonna shut it down early. Well, it depends on who's closing and how long uh, they want to stay here sober. Okay. Um, my mm. bedtime is about eleven because that's when the baby is uh, driven me. Do you have video games? Video um, games. There, there will be games. I, okay. I'm not thinking about video games at the singles mixer. They're not a real interacting uh, okay. form of partying, but we will... Uh, thinking something so involving ping pong balls. You're looking... You're <laughs> Spin lo- the bottle. Okay. <laughs> you're well, like, you're looking for thing. interactive uh, yeah. activities. We'd really like, we'd, you know, I, I've had this horrible um, uh, matchmaker complex m- most of my life. Uh, uh, for so, those of you uh, contemplating going, Tim Watson will be here dressed as a cherub. <laughs> Are you going to pay him to in do the that? I'm not going to pay him for it. <laughs> You're just going to ask him? No, I'm going to force him. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so hopefully we will have a really good turnout that night. If you're single, please come on down. This is not a, a, a fee or pay So if you're a comic party. book fan looking for someone of, for love and all the of, of a similar interest to establish a long-term bonding relationship. Or, one night or maybe just you can read some comics <laughs> together. <laughs> Wake up the next February morning. February thirteenth at the Elusive Comics and Games. Yes. Up by the fire, reading some Deadpool. And then the last thing, the most exciting news <laughs> of all. This is not news. Is the, this is not news. The fact this could be news. The this fact. Is not news. I think you're in denial about this. The fact that you're actually reviewing the paperwork that you will have to, you will have to do, to get the first comic book store liquor license. I think that's just absolutely. Yeah. This is groundbreaking. What you can't I, uh, see is that my fingers are rubbing my temples. I, I I came up with this idea earlier today that we could be the first bar slash comic store ever in existence, and Anna actually did some research about it. And all the customers that have come in are very excited about it and have had nothing but positive <laughs> feedback. The problem is that the liquor license it appears costs something like six or twelve thousand dollars. I thought it was somewhere between six hundred and twelve thousand. Actually it is. I, I actually it, it there's something like eighty different licenses in the state and I can't figure out exactly which one applies to us and so we're either the $680 license or the $12,000 license okay. or one in between and I'm so sure it's not something easy like the $600 license I'm sure it's like the $6,000 one I'm willing to take this into my hands I will <laughs> do the accept research. donations research. Tim and I will get this on lockdown <laughs> We're, so you, we're, this is going to happen. If, if you work for uh, the Bureau of Alcohol and so forth for the state and have more information, I'm happy to receive a phone call. I'll accept we information. On the this does not mean that I will proceed with this. I, yes, it does. I'm, th- I'm thinking this is a good idea because I'm really expecting to get my subscriber discount on, <laughs> yeah. on beverages. Which leads into if they ever legalize marijuana in the state of California. Would you have it? I am proud to say I would stock the accoutrement. Do, if there was a previews magazine for that... Oh Oh my gosh! <laughs> the different kinds of weed. Wow. Oh my gosh! Elusive Comics and Games also, by the way, does sell Stoner Flux in its second printing now. Yeah, yeah. Special edition cards to be released on 420. Wow. We got anything else? No, I think that's it. The okay. Munchies. munchies. We have M and M's. Yeah, you're anticipating the munchies. Well, leaving the store, we'll soon you'll be able be able to put a pile of comics and a frosty adult beverage down on the counter. <laughs> like to thank Anna Warren and Shopboy for joining us this evening. And now you guys know the, you know the tagline going out, right? Yes. Because we want to invite everyone to please use your powers only for good. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're not saying anything. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. 
Visit Lukeski at www.lukeski.com. Tim Robbins' Dead Man Walking can be seen at City Lights on January 21st through February 21st. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to http colon slash slash www.cltc.org. Hey, hey, it just came up. It came up just fine. Microphone Talking check. to yours. Where's me? Here? Yes. Yeah. Test. Which one am I? Am I... Am I three? Three. Okay. Hello. Yes. Hello. That's why I'm turned down. Hello. Okay, let me see this one. This is the first thing I've recorded using this mic. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds yeah, good. It's pretty bouncy. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. Good. I'll be right back. <laughs> this is the mobile mic. This this is the stand mic. It's got it's a little warmer. This is the mobile mic. I need to play with it a little bit. It needs to be louder, I think. Yeah, it needs it needs to go to 11. It needs stuff. Test, test, test you mobile mic. What's 1 plus 1? Take it. There we go. Okay, now I'll take it down. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. So on off switch. Right there. Handy. That's now, I can still do it. For the, uh, can still do it. I need the codes. But it's got the sheets wow. and the boxes. The top box is the sheets. Mike is lively. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> so we're going to just go down the... <laughs> That's my buy list. That's not news. wasn't in my wallet. It was in my notebook. Yes. Yes, I am. He's desperate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. So we're going to go down the... Uh, I'm not going to do the Kirby thing because that's been done to death. We'll, talk, we'll lead with the Vatican comment on... Avatar, because you you read that too, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, the punch on there is Thor, and then uh, Sony pulling the plug on Spidey Four, but a reboot in the high school. Uh, yeah, we can talk about Conan O'Brien or not. Again. Okay. Um, Two formula sucks. Adult Swim has been airing bumps uh, for uh, Conan. Like, hey, Conan, we'll uh. We'll pick up your show. That's true. Keep talking. I need to come do to something here, Mike. That was funny. Well, I mean, I think it'd be cool. I think Conan would do well on it. There you way. go. He'd be able to be more of himself. Yeah. I think he's in too tight a leash where he is right now. Well, I mean, since he's pretty much getting the shaft, they're kind of letting that go this week. Okay, so we got stuff to talk about there. Yeah. Uh, there's a no- notice that uh, it's on the Fanboy Planet podcast, uh, Fanboy Planet, Planet <laughs> website. But uh, there's a unexpected Spectre animated short that's going to be on the Justice League Crisis on Two Earths DVD. That's going to have voice actors Gary Cole and Alyssa Milano. Mm. What has Gary Cole been in most recently? Live action. Prison? The- no. <laughs> Ooh. Now he was. I mean, live action. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to remember that he American. He was in American Gothic a long time ago, and then. Um, let me check IMDb. Oh, he was wasn't he on Desperate Housewives? Not not one of my shows. Huh. Okay. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. C O L E. Yeah. C O L E. Can you can you see if he was on Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law? Because I'm pretty sure he was. As yeah, voice actor. Yeah. That's cool. There are several Gary Coles. Teledega Knights. Uh, oh, he was in Office Space. He's the mean yeah, manager. He's, uh, in Office Bill Lumberg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So scroll down, find out. Most recently, Immortal stuff's not out yet. It's Family Guy. Family Guy. Entourage, Entourage numbers. numbers. Oh, just, mm-hmm. This is just spots. Chuck. I guess he wasn't Chuck. Chuck. 
Very strong. Desperate side. Outwives. Housewives. Much. Yeah, I, I, I knew he was in Desperate Housewives. Okay. I've never even heard of that. 12 Miles of Abra, Conspiracy, Kim Possible. Oh, Kim Possible. Uh, Harvey Birdman, you're right. Who was he? Voice. Uh, uh, I think he's, I think he's Birdman. That's what it says. Harvey Birdman. Okay. Awesome. And... Uh, he was in a follow. He was in one of the fo- uh, the follow up to uh, retarded. Babylon Five. <laughs> My wife is retarded. He was in. He was in the follow on uh, the thing that did make a whole through a whole season of Babylon Five Crusade. Um, he's been okay. in a lot. He's busy. He's a busy guy. He's a good actor. Okay. He's really creepy in American Gothic. He plays a guy who might be the devil. Oh. Okay, so then we've got the video, Return of Kitty Pride. How lame a con- Did you see that? I have not seen it because I didn't know about it, but I'm going to go home and The Return of it. Kitty Pride. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like, she's not badass, and she doesn't look badass in the video. Well, she could be. I mean, she passed okay. a 10-mile-long bullet through the earth. Do you know anything about the Dan Vado uh, thing this weekend? No, what happened? Oh, the art thing? The, there's a comics festival in downtown San Jose. In yeah. Independence. I know nothing about it other than we have the flyers for it, and Dan's a great guy, and so everyone should go. Okay. And then the uh, the big bad reveal, Angel and Buffy mm-hmm. thing, and the fact that, they dun, call, dun, dun. that that arc is called Twilight, yeah. which is a vampire's Twilight. Who would have made the connection? Hilarious. Right? Yeah. So then, then we'll go into the general store thing. So, so store show... Um. No, wait, wait. It's not even on. So, so Anna, will, Anna will annoy people. <laughs> what I'm best at, yay! That's uh. Chris will insult people. Anna annoys her customers. Chris insults customers. Steve entertains the customers. No, no, Chris. Uh, Chris is not the. It's. It's too bad we don't have. Uh, we don't have Tim here to. <laughs> to scream at customers. And, okay, so um. You and you, uh, the uh, the wizard questions. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lead with that, though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So we can talk. You guys can talk about what's hot in this week. What's sold out already? Shazam, Catwoman. I don't even know. Have Mark um, back there. Okay. I don't know. Those are the ones that I wanted that I didn't get because they went on my list because I'm retarded. Okay. <laughs> You can go over and ask Steve what sold out. I will. With the microphone and everything. I will. Okay. Um, what else? You got a sale going on? We do have a sale yes, going on. Yes, today through Friday. Well, you going to get this up before then? No. No. Yeah. So it's pointless. But you know what we should talk about is free comic book day and how people should start preparing for it. And the singles oh. mixer. <gasps> there is. There's going to be a singles mixer. That's, we, we can't talk about that. We're yeah. going to do a, a Valentine's singles party. Non replied and said, I meant for me. Uh, no podcast. Ha ha. We knew that. Okay. And the singles mixer will be February 13th, Saturday night. How many people do you think are going to show up for that? What day? I the really 13th. Don't know. What day? February the 13th. The day before Valentine's. February 13th. Steve, before we start too much of the podcast, you need to go memorize what we sold out of so I can ask you and you can sound knowledged. Learned. I could just fake it. Okay. It'd be better if we really had data. It is data. It's just data. If we had data on the podcast, <laughs> that'd be a great show. False data. It's not data. Okay. Um, anything else we should talk about in the store? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, shifting stuff around. Yeah. Let's see if it works. That's just. Uh, a we're going for our liquor license. No. The oh, the liquor license. <laughs> poll. We will run a poll. My God. Don't hate. I think it's a wonderful idea. I'm not a hater. I'm a doubter. All the customers that have it's, heard it's, it are fully behind it. It's groundbreaking. <laughs> comic, it's isotope comics. I am shaking the foundation of comics. I think. And then as soon as med- as soon as marijuana is decriminalized. No. Oh, I would totally <laughs> sell. I would totally sell the um, well, accoutrement here. The, Your one-stop Friday night dispensary. I would absolutely sell accoutrement. I wouldn't sell the smoke stuff here because I worry people would smoke in the better. store and that would be bad for oh, the comics. Oh, no, there yeah. there are laws against that. Yeah. yeah. I would totally sell all sorts of cool Nito Bong stuff. I, that would sell huge. It already is a huge market. You, I'm, right. I could consult. But I'd want you to actually sell the, the, the weed because the, the I'd still get my discount. 
Oh, yeah, would there be a pull discount? Could we, like, special order? That would be really funny. Steve, what do you think? Should we have a subscriber discount if we start selling weed when it's legalized? <laughs> the whole city got his attention. The old stoner in him comes out. Whoa. I haven't seen his eyes open that big ever. Are we recording right now or no? Yes, we are. Excellent. Oh, awesome. Steve, I said, I said if we... If, if we... We have customers saying that they'd sign up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when it becomes legalized, which it surely will eventually, uh, should we have subscriber discounts? Note to self, keep this job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's what we're going out on. <laughs> okay. We are for legalization at this store. So, um... We could, we could plug Stoner Flux at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note... Now, as soon as we get a decent-sized line here, yeah, Anna can pick the mic up and go and talk to people what they're buying. You can basically start with, what what are you buying and invade why. Invade their space, yeah. yes. Yeah. Get in their bubble. Okay. That looks good. We're gonna do. We're not going to do a huge show. We'll just, yeah. we'll just get through it. Filler arc. Steve, Steve, I'm not helping you because I'm plugging event uh, store stuff. Pardon? I'm not helping because I'm going to be plugging store event stuff. I'm, I'm working on future stuff. You're working on present stuff. Yeah. Present pays for the future. Yes. So. <laughs> exactly. So do you have your invoice list? We can just. Bam. Okay. So we could just go back and look and see what's empty on the slots. We could. How far is this reach? <laughs> feet hope it's long enough no just check them off and yeah, yeah. yeah i don't think you chased her out of the store no i was seeing as someone came in yeah i think she's lost she's looking in at the hair salon too <laughs> she's bored yeah she's trying to decide do i really want to get into comics or maybe get my hair done <laughs> and now she's bored. going to the bakery a podcast every Wednesday night, uh, Fanboy Planet podcast. Fanboyplanet.com. You should. On iTunes, or you can go right to the site. Uh, if you go to Facebook and search for us, you can listen to it, us on Facebook. Fanboy Planet. There's also a link off our store's website. There's a link there. There's a... Mm. Hang on. Pertinent. Oh, pertinent. Uh, movie oh, Rick has left the mic. For some it's mischief time. I don't know why, but they do. Yes, I'm just the store owner, so I go along for the ride. <laughs> I have no idea. I I can discuss comics and um, whatever I'm paying attention to at the second. So. Uh, they might be buried there. Yeah. Tim was rearranging stuff. It even could be up. He was putting some stuff up here too. Yeah. Tim touched the table. I forget to put them in people's boxes. Boop, boop, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Musical episode. Oh, I hate that song, Anna. Do not do that. Do, 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 do. So I'm saying we're ready. <laughs> All right. Okay? Ready. Okay. Ready. Okay. Hey, Melody. Well, I'm going to subject them. They'll be good. We're going to put them on the podcast. Okay. Hello. How come he's already got books in his hand? Oh, those are previews. Oh, those are previews. Okay. Okay, let's get up. Let's get going on this. DVD Crisis on Two Earths. That's not me. That's me. Mm. Who the heck is calling me? That sounds like a fake phone ring. Droid. Hello. Hello, Justin. I hope he doesn't cut this. Yes, I am. This is a fantastic aside. Mm. Indeed. Are should you at we, home? Should we guess what Justin's saying? You want to be on the podcast? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you should head home. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> okay. That never happens. That was awesome. Uh, so we were talking. Oh, the Spectre. So, uh, Crisis on Two Earths. Mm-hmm.